R.I.P. Neighborhood Nipsey Hustle. Crenshaw. Look, I've been that nigga for the fame happened. That tell them hoes go get my name tatted. I rock a rollie cause my game passed. Hey, that's next, bro. And rap that late before it came back in. I know y'all see me in my lane smashing. I know y'all hate me with a strange passion. Yeah. I made examples at y'all lame masses. I love my life, y'all can hate that shit. All the smart money got they bets on me And all them real niggas wish the best for me All these bad bitches got some sex for me Shout out them bad bitches getting dressed for me They down to stand in line cause it's well worth it They pull up to my shows in Chanel purses They jeans fit the worst but they smell perfect Never argue with they niggas but they yell verses I'm true to this guy Give me that pussy for you Tell me her name it's my shit right here. This your shit? It's my shit right here. Know that I know and they never gonna know. You never gonna know. You never gonna know. Come on, man. It's Mally Rose Podcast, nigga. Episode 42. Let's get it. That on my soul. It's that on my soul. You just know that I know. You know that I know. You know that I know you ain't never gonna know. These police ain't never gonna know. You niggas ain't never gonna know. You bitches ain't never gonna know. But you know that I know. You know that I know. Just know that I know. Yeah, let's follow the car. I'm full of this bag. Ain't never gonna know. The SUV limo tennis. Escalades, we don't wear the same ways. We was out the money back when it was ugly, trying to get back. I'ma do it, make it look a little different. It's the same thing. Cause them niggas won't build. Oh, I did not even mean to do that. I did not mean to that. That was a great song, though. That was a great one to skip to. Yo, you got this chick's name over all of these albums, though. No, I don't. That's what happens when somebody face. is your your Apple friend, whatever, and they also have like listened that, to an album. I don't like that because it's like you going right over the. the it's whole like such and such also listened to. It's what it is. This nigga tried to play me and make it seem like I had a. Pinned a picture of a junk to my out al- my Nipsey albums. <laughs> I'm about to say like I see a girl face like whose face is your album friends nigga. You, we don't gotta play no more, bro. You a title nigga? I think that was a pretty good tribute. Uh, we gotta we gotta turn up at least one time. It's only right, nigga. Victory lap. Come on, man. That wound's still fresh. R.I.P. Nip Hustle the Great. Mallory Bros Podcast, nigga. 42. I'm prolific, so gifted. I'm the type that's gonna go get it. No kidding. Breaking down a switch in front of your building. Sitting on the steps, feeling no feelings. Last night it was a cold killer. You gotta keep the devil in this hole, nigga. But you know how it go, nigga. I'm front line every time it's on, nigga. 100 pro flow. Running shoot pro, 458 drop, playing bulletproof soul. Every few shows, I just buy some new gold. Circle got smaller, everybody can't go. Downtown Diamond District, Judas like yo. Hustle, holla at me, I got Cubans on the low. Through the Cancun, smoking Cubans on the boat. Then dock that Tulum just to smoke. Look, listening to music at the Maya ruins. True devotion on the bluest ocean. Cruising, my cultural influence even revolution. 
I'm integrated vertically, y'all niggas blow it. Hey, tell me hustle, dumb it down, you might confuse. Come on, man. RP uh Nipsey Hustle man. Yeah. The one like Terrell said, the one is definitely still fresh and like as a nigga that listens to like I don't listen to Nipsey like on I literally listen to Nipsey Hustle every single day. Like, that's dead ass. That's me that's me keeping it at one hundred. Like Terrell will tell you, like, when I go to my music, bro, and it didn't used to be like that. I did not used to be like that. Literally mm-hmm. the thirty first of 2019 is when my life began being like that. But son, I, I swear to you, bro, the first person I think about playing in my phone is Nipsey Hustle for some reason. And I don't, and I think it's bigger than music, y'all. It's not about me looking for a melody or anything like that. It's really just about his, like the shit that he be saying. Yeah. I swear, bro. I told Terrence, it was weird when, uh, when Nipsey Hustle passed away because, sorry. Nigga. My man Ash, that's my man Ashton. <laughs> For real? Yeah. Sorry. Right, but um, I told him it was weird when Nipsey Hussle passed away because I, like mostly everybody else, I didn't want to hear, I didn't want to hear his music. I couldn't listen to it, like right away. I felt like majority of people needed the time, of, like hearing the music made me sad is what I'm saying. This nigga Terrence clung to the music and kept blasting it and i'm like this nigga's bringing my energy down dog because it's what he's saying and terrence wants to play the most somberest make you cry track no i do not <laughs> he don't even got tracks like that like when you look at people like juice world you go listen to juice world's like music after he after he's passed it don't make you feel the same way you do when you listen to nip music like juice world make you feel like he was saying this the whole time and we yeah. never you know yeah. And it sounded like he needed help. Nipsey never sounded like he needed help in his music. Like, nah, just something. It's Like, about- he needed, like, mental help. Like, he always seemed like a nigga that, like, knew he was going through something and knew he was going to just stick it through. And to hear that at the time he died, in which I heard it when I needed to hear it, bro. Like I said, I needed somebody's music at that point in my life to just guide me. And since he died, I looked at his music and I'm like, oh, okay, here it is right here. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't even looking for it. But, uh, for me, it's more. For me, it's the melodies, bro. It took me. It took me months to listen to Blue Laces Two again. Especially after like Joe Budden and them niggas got up on the stage and played that shit. I was broken, nigga. That shit hurt me. I was like, oh shit, this some sad shit. Victory Lap, the one we just played, all the melodies. Whoa, yeah, I bro. couldn't listen to it. I was like, damn, this shit bringing me down. You can. You don't realize it. I don't know if you the same as me. But I can cry. If I'm going through some shit in my head, it could be the most randomest song that's about the most randomest thing. If the, if the melody is a certain way, it can make, it'll get me to... Make you cry? Make you to... Yeah. If it has a certain swing. I mean, it's really not the, the song, though. You just be using the song to push that it's out of It's really you. It's really you, yeah. <laughs> but um, anything you want to say about... Nothing. Nip? Nah. It was the anniversary of his... Um, of when he got murdered on the 31st. So that's always a rough day. Prayers up for his fam, his fans. Yeah. Marathon continues. That's it. But, like, it is still rough. It is still, like, tough, though. Like, it's not like... it. Like, I was telling Terrell, damn, two years has went by. I felt like shit would fade, for me at least. Like, and not necessarily, like, fade, but just, like, you know, I would just, like, stop listening to him, stop paying attention to everything. But, nah. Like, that's just what let me know that, like, the shit he was doing is legit because, like, it ain't about... The fact that I like the way this sound right now. 
The fact yeah. that I understand and respect what he's saying, I can listen to this song 40 times because I'm not thinking about the way it sounds. I'm getting that message over and over again. Yep. It was also the uh, anniversary of Marvin Gaye's uh, death right. 37 years ago this year uh, on the 1st. And so just two great musicians, two great icons. Uh, wanted to start off showing some respect. Have to. Drop. Drop. Some volume on my drop, nigga. We not gonna get on that. Yo, 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 Mallory Bros Podcast, episode 42. Jackie Robinson episode. It's only, only right. right. 42. Only Rest right, in peace, man. Chadwick Boseman. Hey, look. <laughs> we got to stop doing that. <laughs> Why? Nigga, he is in a movie 42. I knew 42. you was going to say that. He's in a movie 42, and we just lost him. That's Terrell what, is. Uh, we nah. just lost Chadwick. We just I mean, lost. No, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. We did. But <laughs> black people got to stop doing that. Because Chadwick Boseman is Chadwick Boseman. He's also Jackie Robinson. He's also James Brown. He's also Black Panther. But hold on, wait. Is that a James Brown poster? Rest in peace, chat with Bozeman. Let me see that. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how it is, I bro. I swear. <laughs> I swear. That's the funny thing because I knew you was going to say, watch this nigga Terrence say, RB Jadwick. 42. <laughs> hey, Troy, what's another good 42? Elton Brand. Come on, Clippers fans. I'm not a big okay. Clippers fan, but one thing I know about the Clippers is Elton Brand is on that all-star, all-time Clippers team. I and don't know any. Famous 42 football player. Famous 42 football player. Look, it's a, I'm thinking defense. I feel like there's somebody 42 with the last name Sharper. No? It might be Dan Sharper. No, Dan Sharper was 41. Mariano Rivera. Oh, yeah. Okay, mm. yeah. Mariano Rivera episode. Best closer of all time. Yep. Hey, look, y'all. We got a couple of things that's like on the dock, and I feel like this dock is going to be a little bit, uh, little bit better. What are we going to see? And I'm not going to say shit this episode. So Darren Sharper was 42. My bad. Oh, let's go. Brittany Griner. <laughs> <laughs> WNBA. Hey, shout out to the people that watched the women's college hoops. Did y'all see that? Terrell, you didn't see it, but it was bullshit. And I, for the ones that did watch, that UConn game, they should have called that foul. That girl was balling off the bench for Baylor. They should have put that girl on the line. They would have won. I honestly think that I honestly thought that that was bullshit that they didn't challenge that call. Well, not that they didn't challenge, but the fact that they can't. Wow, that's crazy. Like UConn about to go to their 16th straight or 13th or something, something team straight Final Four, right? Mm-hmm. Bro, they should have fucking lost. You did not see that. They should have no, lost. The the college sports have been crazy, bro. The it, 16th seed knocked out like the first seed bro, or something crazy March like that. March Madness, baby. March Madness is the greatest. See, Terrell's not really too dialed in with, with the sports, but like, yo, March Madness, it's been lit. I know when I, went, when I went to do my bracket, when I first went to do a bracket, I just don't do brackets, mm-hmm. bro. I'm just like, I'm wasting my time. Like, I don't know anything about these teams. I just enjoy seeing the I admire games. The, I admire niggas that, that keep up with it. Me too. It's like, how the hell do you know? Look, that's the young boy. He, he, went, to, he went to watch Michigan High School down in Florida. I went down there to watch him play two years ago. It's like, damn. Like, how the fuck do you keep up with that? Like, oh, yeah, he he, he go to school in, in uh, New Orleans. And he a baller. He, how the fuck do you know that? Watching this nigga in high school? It's these niggas that work security jobs that have <laughs> nothing to do but watch TV. Like, that nigga's 18 and you keeping up with that man crazy. 
Uh-huh, I've been watching him play since he was 15. <laughs> but um, I think the first thing that we would talk about today, uh, besides all the other bullshit, you didn't want to start with anything specific, did you? Nah, man. I was going to say shout out to the Aries. Because it's their month. It's April 1st. Uh, means it's Aries season. I have never met a bad um, or a toxic Aries woman yet. So Nah, fuck Aries. Wow. I'm going to keep it 100. Fuck Aries. I've never met a bad Aries. Uh, Aries, are, day- Aries are fucking angels, bro. Ain't Aries are unstable as fuck. Who do I know that's an Aries? Think about all the Aries you know. Think about everybody y'all know that's born this month with their birthday this month. They're angels. A bunch of motherfuckers acting like they real organized, but you're not. Act like you know what's going on, but you don't. Act like you know where you're going, but you don't. This is the Aries. Oh, I know exactly where I'm going. I don't know. Look. Looking, looking. Oh, no, y'all are good. I know exactly where I'm going. Still looking where I'm going. <laughs> is that what you... That's an Aries to me, bro. <laughs> I don't know why. This is me judging the couple Aries that I do know. So, Aries, I'm sorry. Like, shout out to y'all. Happy B-Day. It's, it's y'all year. Like, this is about to be great for y'all, but I'm going to keep it 100. I haven't came across listen some good Aries. <laughs> listen to this. These are the... The negative personality traits of the Aries. Here we go. Now y'all know something negative about yourself. Mm-hmm. Y'all know it's y'all month, right? All right, bet. Terrell, dish. Number one, they are hot-headed. That's, that we know. You'd be <laughs> wise not to anger an Aries, considering their crime is most likely to be accidental violence or murder. Oh, my God. <laughs> Aries are brutal. Aries? <laughs> so you know what that means, right? Even when you're not expecting it, they will suddenly explode. Aries are the motherfuckers that look. Aries are the motherfuckers that get in the car, right? And you, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. All of a sudden, they come burling back, boom, 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 running through the crowd. Guaranteed, they're the motherfucking Aries. They hot headed. Oh my god! Look, number two, they are impatient. They have a penchant for racing and engaging in sports that involve an element of risk, like skydiving. Aries doesn't have time for your BS. They're risk takers and doesn't want to be left waiting. That's it. They're risk takers right there, and that's the fucked up part. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, they are overtly sexual. They tend to be possessive. I need to give me an Aries. That's one. why they dangerous. <laughs> look, I guarantee, what was it, Lynn Whitfield and what's her name? Uh, uh, Thin Line Between Love and Hate? Aries Ooh. woman. No. Aries. <laughs> Gemini. Look, uh, Diary of an Angry Black, mom- Black Woman, the man was Aries. <laughs> <laughs> His ass in the tub, paralyzed ass was Aries. <laughs> Stubborn ass trying to grab her out the house. You see that? You see the hot headedness? Get out, bitch. You getting the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah. They're impatient. Look. <laughs> he was in that joint with a Libra or something. She was ready now for now his stop ass. What you doing and leave quietly. <laughs> impatient. <laughs> they love to be the best. It's only 10. And you know what? Look, this is what I said. They love to be the best, but don't even know when they not the best. Mm. Why are we shitting on Aries in this y'all month? Terrell, fuck that. Those are the only three. We're going to turn that around. Let's go look at the positives about Aries. Right, I know I just shit on y'all for real, but we about to go ahead and turn. What do you call that, Terrell? Turn that. <laughs> <laughs> we turn you it whatever that is. Good things about Aries. Here we go. There should be like an article beside the negative one that says the positive. doesn't. <laughs> Somebody just made a fucking. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, me. It says uh, they are very trusting. There we go. Okay. Right? Very Here we go, passionate. Aries. Well, how y'all feel about that? Sensitive. They can be sensitive at times, so be careful how you approach them with conflict. Bro. Which all is. Right. All right, man. Let's keep it on, honey. This is like, when you think about Zodiacs, bro, 
They be like, this is literally, and I've told people this all the time. People be like, oh, hold on, what are you? A Taurus? Oh, okay, yeah. See, I'm a, I'm a Gemini. So you know, you know, we we different. When you look up the 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 shit, they be like, no, trust me, Gemini, we 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 we, we intricate. You know, we got our differences. All right, bet let's look them up. You look it up, and what's the what's the first one you read? Trusting. And you know what they do? See, yeah, like I can't just trust anybody. I gotta. It's like, look, they gonna <laughs> say the most run. general shit. They niggas do run with it for niggas to just mm-hmm. run with. You tell a nigga, oh yeah, they say that Aries are, you know what I'm saying? Aries are a little bit. Aries are compatible Aries. with. Compatible with. That's no. How nigga, that's how. If it sounds <laughs> sweet, you're going to see them run with it. Damn, my fucking earring forever falls out in this, during this podcast, bro. Leave my your, earring back is terrible. Leave your ear alone, boy. Why? You got a wide ass. How, you, how your ear hold loose? I think it's this. I think it'd be the headphones that be knocking it out, but I'm not going to put that one in. You like them women's in the, women in the 60s that wore them heavy hoops? So now your ear hole is just a line. <laughs> You might as well get gauges. <laughs> <laughs> Them joints look sweet sometimes. Some gauges? Some of the gauges? Yeah. I'm not, I would never get you it, though. I would never get it. Shout out to y'all that have gauges. Shout out what to y'all going to do when... Never mind. The colors are red and blue, and they tell nah. you that you can't, but know you're accustomed to? Okay. That nigga's never dropping. Kung fu. Um, but I we were talking it. about uh, Zodiac signs and how if it sounds good, they'll run with it. Bro. I'm telling you, you tell a, a tourist, oh yeah, you know, tourists, tourists don't trust too many. They can only trust people who they, they got their they, they sights on. They got to firmly know somebody before they can fully deliver trust. And you know what tourists do, right? That sound just like me, bro. <laughs> that sound like me. I can't trust nobody. Look, goes deeper. Aries men have to eat early in the morning. Aries men must have a full stomach in order to be productive. You know what Aries men do? That's crazy. I have a nice prepared meal every morning. I didn't even know why. <laughs> I guess that's just the Aries man in me. Fuck out of here. That, you, all you niggas that invest too much into Zodiac. Oh, you know what? My boy Amonique invests way too much in Zodiac. And you know what women do? Women. Some. We're going to add that. Yeah, Let's start adding that, bro. All right, cool. We're going to generalize all the ladies. But ladies. You know what all y'all women do? Let's keep it up. You know what every single one of you bitches do? <laughs> <laughs> The ladies definitely will use the zodiac sign to either make themselves a match with you or make you the most toxic nigga ever. This nigga Terrence got left on red because of his zodiac sign. I don't even know if I'm still left on red because of that. And I I hope that girl listened to this. Because, what'd she say? Uh, (laughs) The first thing she just asked me was, what is your sign? And I'm like, okay, left. (laughs) Taurus. And she was like, (laughs) I told Terrell. The only thing she said was the stubborn bull, and that's it. <laughs> I have never heard from that chick since. That was it. That's it. That's like, damn, like all of you other mm-hmm. tourists out there, you, you just fucked that up. But let you, so. yeah, but let them let them like you or you have some money or some bullshit. I'm about to say, yeah, like, Zodiac don't matter. Scorpios and Leos, yeah. <laughs> Look up y'all compatibilities and that joint be 30%. They don't know us. <laughs> nah, y'all too a part of that. Hey, look, but the first thing that we was going to start with today... um. Was the little Nas X came out with them Satan shoes? He came out with 666 pairs worldwide. They was Nike. First of all, they was dope Nikes too. Them Air Max, the, the Air, yeah, is fire. I want them. In, I want them in all black. Yeah. Um, I want them in that color without the blood. Without red. the Satan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that came out on the back of of the uh, music video that he put out for Montero. Montero. Yep. Um, and real quick, as far as the Satan shoes, yep. it had Luke ten eighteen that verse on it that talks about descending to hell. Yeah. Like 
the devil dissension down to hell uh it had 666 on it it had that devil pendant on like the tongue uh and the question that i was going to ask you was uh what um what does this mean for religion and media and is Lil Nas X taking it too far or is he revolutionary? Ooh, let me tell y'all something to start. Take the emotion out. The shoe wasn't that bad. Well, the shoe was actually fine. We know we like the, the shoe. But a lot of people were like, no, hell no. No, it's But it's not like, correct. are y'all saying that because of what it stands for or are y'all, not, are y'all going to admit that the shoe is actually crap? Yeah, and Terrell, come on, bro. That. The people, y'all, people who are coming out saying, "All right, y'all, take the emotion out." Let's let's say that the shoe is actually fire. Like, all right, bet. Like, we all like that shoe. He put, like, okay, bet. If we put six 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 and the and the devil thing on them Yeezys that you was just walking around with, that's like me saying you can't say it's not fire. It's like, why even take this route? Now nah, you're right. Um, like I think he, relig- you think the six 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 on there is fire? Take emotion out, huh? Go ahead, take emotion out. The six 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 is in the devil in the room is fire. Ain't <laughs> yeah, I do. No, <laughs> I don't. No. I just like the I like the colorway. Like the, for them to do that red bottom with the and actually, does this make me sound like a, a devil worshiper because I like the actual shoe? No, but I'm saying the shoe is dope. But going back to what you asked. Uh, what does it mean for religion and media? Religion is fine in media as long as it's, you know, yeah, what the media likes, which is, you know, Christianity. Yeah. So re- you just said the religion is fine as long as it's what the media likes is, is. which is Christianity. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, let's just we're just keeping it above. They every anything Muslim, they try to turn it into a terrorist act. Even though I have my thoughts about nine nine eleven. Um, Anything, anything else, they take it as a joke. Like if somebody comes out and says, I've seen people chuckle at people that say they're Buddhists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they be dead ass serious. And it's like, this is what this is what American media does. They make a joke out of everything. But Christianity, and you double that with the glorification of the devil. Yeah. On top of Lil Nas X being gay, like the Christians ran with that. They felt like they were being attacked. I can't. I know some of them. The pastors out there was going crazy in church. One hundred, have to. Did y'all see? I know. I know they were. I'm also a Jay Z fan. So, remember for years they made Jay Z out to be the, yeah, the devil, Illuminati, Illuminati. And wow, it's crazy how that's not even a thing anymore. People don't even say that anymore. Yeah. We just got to the point where we say it's ridiculous. We yeah. can't even put a name on it. Now, the only reason why I asked you that question about. What it mean for religion and media is because I felt like this is little Nas X taking on religion now. This isn't you taking on the LGBTQ versus everybody agenda. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know how there's like everybody has basically their agenda versus versus it all. Like, don't I use don't, that agenda word because people start to feel a way about it. Sorry about agenda, but like, even no, but go ahead. Not agenda, but like everybody has a fight. Put it like that. Everybody yeah, has that's they a better word. Yeah, everybody got their own fight, and everybody want to put their fight up. In the front, but I didn't feel like this was more so about your fight, more so it was about taking a jab at your opposition's religion. Because I guess the opposition of, well, and I don't want to speak. It's not opposition. It's not opposition because you have people who are homosexual and one thousand percent of of millions. But it doesn't. But isn't. But it's weird because isn't your whole religion against what? And that's what no, I would have to talk, talk to them about because, like, 
I guess we would ignore that part. No, I, it's not. It's really not. Because that is, and, but you know what you're saying right now? You are saying what America has made it. America has made it's it. It's not in the like, Bible. It's literally just a sin. There are thousands of sins. Niggas fuck every day. Do you know you're not supposed to do that? Niggas, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Niggas commit hella sins. Yeah. That's why gay people, you know, gay people or people in that community will say, like, your sin isn't greater than my sin. And because you know these 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 Christians will get up there and act like they are holier than thou yeah. and judge them and say, you going to hell. That was a narrative started by, like, American media. You're going to hell if you're gay. If, yeah. And that's not necessarily true. Which is not the case. That's why there's there's millions of happy uh, LGBTQ Christians that are not thinking they go to hell. That's what also came out of this, too. And that is exactly what I was going to add. If that's the case, and I actually feel like I understand exactly what you just said, and I totally understand there being millions of LGBTQ Christians. There's some people who don't. My thing is, for the to little Nas X, it's like, what's the angle with this? Because it's like... If y'all have comfortable L- members of the LGBTQ community in the Christian community, I wonder what their response is to this because this isn't him saying I'm proud. This to me, all I'll say is I didn't take this and see him saying I was proud to, that he was proud to be gay. This more so looked like he was saying fuck y'all religion, and oh y'all so scared of Satan, I'm gonna slide down this fucking pole with this thong on. And I'm going to ride Satan and kill him when I get down there and put his horns on. That's like making a joke out of, you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, I just felt like that was crazy for him to actually put that mm-hmm. out. Like, he has a whole team behind him. Like, and this is what y'all chose to do? Not put out a song about him being proud of his religion. I mean, I, I mean, about his sexuality. That song is literally, I guess it is. It's just the video. I don't want to judge the song. Nah, I'm not judging too much. I'm going to just stay away from it. The song was about him. Like, he put out this message with the song where he was talking about how the world wasn't supposed to know about this, and we promised we would never say anything. I guess, I don't know if his real name is Montero. I guess we got to look that up. Um, But what I will say is with these shoes, it more so seemed like, and Lil Nas X has been taking this 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 angle with a lot of stuff, like where he's watching the video of the guy talking about, you know, black masculinity. And yeah. he's just, you know, watching with popcorn, making it seem like he's like mocking it. Oh, yeah, I remember. I think yeah. he kind of was going the same route, but went, a, went way too far with something like this. Like he was, it seemed like he was mocking that. Like, cool, y'all think I'm going to hell? I'm about to make a joke out of it. Yeah. Like stuff like that. And, and it kind of went far. Like, yeah. I don't know. Now, Nike has recently came out and uh, I think they have like filed like, a lawsuit against Lil Nas X for that, or whoever. There's a, yeah, there's a lawsuit against for the shoes, and they actually won. They they said that this morning, they won the lawsuit. You can't sell any of them. They sent out a cease and desist first. Yeah, but honestly, when I, I'm gonna keep it a hundred, when I first saw them shoes, I told Terrell the 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 biggest surprise that I had was the fact that Nike. I didn't. I could not believe that Nike were was was gonna sign off on selling something called Satan shoes. As many Christian supporters that y'all have buying Nike, you're going to go against an entire religion with a product? I knew that was... I, when that news came out, I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then it's also like Lil Nas X. Bro, you didn't get clearance before posting it? Yeah, man. You didn't get These clearance from a, Nike? They took a random 90, Air Max 97 and said, hey, 
tickets to some third party, whoever. They made a dope ass shoe, but then they just deviled the fuck out of it. He could have made these the little Nas X, the little Nas, little Nas X Max ninety seven, whatever, right? And they could have been the same color. Little Nas Max, little Nas Max. <laughs> that would have actually been a dope name. The little Nas, Lil Nas on the side. Yeah, it would have been dope. Now but. I think the other question was: Is he taking it too far, or is he revolutionary? Do you think that he took it? Oh, we can both admit this was taking it a little bit too far. However, are you able to shed light on? Anything revolutionary that he might be doing. Well, you, you, it all depends on how they feel, how people feel about it. Honestly, would would love to hear from the LGBTQ community to, to see if they feel like this is something that's revolutionary. Because there are there are a bunch of mixed reviews. A lot of people feel like it's now too we, far, but some yeah. people do feel like it's revolutionary because of it's daring and it's. And just for context, are you talking about the shoes or are you talking about the video? I'm talking about his the the whole thing. The the combination of the video and the shoes, yeah. yeah. Like this this showing, this outing from Lil Nas X was definitely too far. Some people think it's revolutionary because he's going up against, you know what I'm saying, mainstream ideas and beliefs and trying to flip them on, on their head. But I do feel like, yeah, I just think you got to be careful with your message because you got to think, dog, most of your supporters are going to be Christian. Like that's just the biggest religion, at least over here, yeah. right? Like. Mm-hmm. Just got to be a, think a little bit smarter about that, but hey, Lil Nas X, you get it how you live, bro. I think the video was crazy. Y'all remember what we talked about, about black masculinity and all of that last week? Hey, whatevs. Um, but yeah, man, um, Lil Nas X, get your money, bro. Uh, just be safe while you're doing it. You don't want to make no nerd moves. Uh, all right, bet. So moving on. And this was the first. Yeah. Uh, first? No. Well, yeah. All right. Next up, we got, is Leonardo DiCaprio the best actor of all time? And if not, who? That is a very funny question that somebody would ask, is Leo the best actor of all time? Let's just provide context. This was on Twitter, and that wasn't even the question. Niggas were saying that he was. This is the best actor of all time. Somebody tell me I'm lying, right? So when you look at, when you look at Leonardo DiCaprio's filmography, bro, you got I, I'm not even starting from front to front to back, but you got was he and Gilbert great when he was a fucking tyke. Before we get into this, yeah, and this is not me deflecting. I know how y'all think. This is just me maybe pushing this back. Should we jump straight to the? Let me show you this first. So we don't tease nobody. Should we jump to that first Mm-mm. to keep it a little? No, you don't. Okay. Uh-uh. We can stay. We can stay right here. Okay. Um, what's eating Gilbert great? Leonardo DiCaprio was eight years old or seven or some shit like that. So he's been acting since he was little. Um, you got Inception, The Revenant, Wolf of Wall Street, Titanic, Gatsby, Shutter Island, The Departed, Catch Me If You Can, Aviator, Revolutionary Road. All right, Terrell. Like, all right, I'm just this is where I start getting in trouble because like, you don't got to, oh, I guess you're telling them. Yes. This is where I always get fucked up because I'm like, why is he telling me like I don't know every movie that... Right. A lot yeah. of people don't know. All right, go ahead. But the question, I think Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio, if you're asking me my opinion, yeah. I think Leonardo DiCaprio is undoubtedly one of the best actors of all time. That is not the question. I know, I know, I know. And I was going to say, I hate when people answer the questions like that. I don't think he's the best actor of all time. 
that would be disrespectful to Robert De Niro. Facts. So you're basically switching it to is Leo better than Robert De Niro? No, I'm saying that you can't say Leo is the best actor of all time because there's Robert De Niro. But there's Leo. So you think Leonardo DiCaprio is a better actor than Robert De Niro? So look at Robert De Niro's range and look at Leo's range. You're tripping. Terrence, you are insane. You're definitely tripping now. And I got big respect for... for you don't. You don't. Come on, bro. I arguably have more respect for De Niro than you, but let, let's, be, let's be completely honest. Could De Niro go and play... So like, let's put the roles... What role could Leo not play that De Niro played? Because go ahead and say he couldn't have played uh, Vito. Go ahead and say that uh, Leo couldn't have played not Vito. have played a young Vito Corleone. I'm Terrell. sorry. Terrell. He do, he do, I'm sorry, he couldn't. That's crazy. That's crazy. You're tripping. Kate Fear. Terrell. Leo could not do that. Are you kidding me? Taxi driver. Leo? It's hard. That's why I said you, 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 but you. If we you just play look, Leo up against De Niro, like De Niro is if we just are son and Leo. At, if we're looking at Leonardo DiCaprio's filmography versus Robert De Niro's filmography, bro. Now what I would you got a Bronx Tale. True. What I would tell you is Robert De Niro's filmography. I feel like it's more thick and cultured, like way more culture moving movies that Robert De Niro has been a part of. I can admit, but actor v actor, I'm telling you, Leo is that man with that. Leo can give you. Leo can give you gangster. Leo can give you. You know what I'm saying. Straight edge. When is Leo giving you gangster? Have you not seen Gangs of New York? Have you not seen Departed? Have you not seen Departed? Not Departed, but I mean, have you not seen? I mean, what's another Leo movie where he's just straight up a G? Django. I mean, I'm just saying he could give you cold heart. He can give you light heart. He could give you confused. He can give you like comedy. Like he has. He can go from a movie like The Revenant to a movie like Catch Me If You Can to a movie like Revolutionary Road to a movie like Django. All Inception. the way to a movie like Inception to a movie like, you know what I'm Once saying? Upon a Gilbert Holiday. Grape and, and Aviator. Like, he has movies that are like... Leo's, Leo has played more real-life stories than right. anybody. Now, my answer to this question is, is he the best actor of all time? I'm going to say no. So who's yours? He's not a, like... Because I said Robert De Niro is the best actor of all time. Like, you said Robert De Niro, and like that's cool, but, like, you can argue against Leo right, and Terrence. Robert De Niro, but, like, you so still Terrence. have niggas like Denzel Washington that are still alive. Denzel Washington. And am I going to put Leo over Denzel? No. Yes. Absolutely not. Yes, Terrence. I'm sorry. I love Denzel, but Denzel is Denzel in everything. He is a version all of right, Denzel All right, so what we're not about to do is that. We're not about to do that. Terrence. We're not going to start hating I love him. But take the emotion out. For real. No. Because you're Denzel tripping. Washington. You're tripping. You're tripping. Denzel. You could arguably say the same thing about Leo. That's not true. You could arguably say the same thing about Leo. Leo becomes. So Denzel in Training Day was the same Denzel in um, Fences? No. They were exactly. Completely, completely different, different ages. Was Denzel the same? All right, look. Denzel in Training Day was the same age. Uh, uh, was the same Denzel in Deja Vu? He was not. They were completely different ages. For real. Denzel was 15 years older when he did. Uh, and Deja Vu and Training Day? Deja Vu, he was way older. Way older. Terrell just be sitting there like yapping, man. But look, this is just my opinion. I, I You're think picking Denzel Washington as the greatest actor of all time? We can sit on this talk. Huh? You're picking Denzel Washington as your greatest actor of all time? No, but I just I, I just think I don't, I don't think Leo is the best of all time. I think trying to figure out who's the best actor of all time is like trying to figure out who the best basketball player of all time. Like, 
All of y'all niggas will be sure on Jordan until a nigga bring up Kareem or LeBron or Kobe. Like, it's just gonna be a forever argument. They type who actually came out five years after. I mean, four years after. <laughs> I tried to tell you, but still, bro. Denzel is always the same. Denzel. He's always. I can't believe you would disrespect same. one of our pioneers. I love like Denzel. He's incredible. But you just disrespected his entire career. He has the range that Leo had. Denzel can't cry like Leo. Are you kidding me? Have you seen Glory? What, the one tier? The pivotal Oscar winning tier? Meanwhile, Leo struggled to win an Oscar. Struggled. Which was bullshit, and you know it. It was. <laughs> I'm, I'm just getting my and shit off. And this black ass shouldn't have won for the one he won. <laughs> they gave it to him because he didn't get training there. That's bullshit. He still had the best performance of that year. He no. should have gotten Malcolm X. Honestly. He should have gotten Malcolm X, and he should have gotten I don't know if there's an upper performance out there that tops that. <laughs> nah, that's what I'm saying. What Leo performance is top top in Malcolm X? What Leo performance is top is top in? Uh, You're all right, Terrence. Now you're getting crazy. Ooh, Leo's performance as as Calvin Candy versus no. I mean, just the two villain versus villain versus Alonzo Training Day. That villain v villain that character. would be great. Yes. Yeah. But look, let's not spend too much time on. We don't have to. But on an, a, a never ending argument, I would say. Unless you want to keep going. No, no, that's fine. All I'm gonna say is 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 when. If you've seen Shutter Island, when Leo finds his family in that lake, that emotion, I've never seen from Denzel. Shutter Island on Netflix. That's a spoiler. <laughs> the family in lake part is a spoiler. <laughs> it doesn't ruin the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it does not. All right, bet. So, but yeah, that's a great question. A question that can go on. Yes. Yeah. Definitely like that. And uh, you know what? We haven't seen Leo... And we skated away from we skated away from De, De Niro too fast. He's a beast. But put some respect on it. We point. definitely got to put respect on De Niro. And I was just getting ready to say we haven't seen Leo as of late, but he's coming out. He's going to be in that movie where he's going to be. It's a Scorsese movie, I think, that he's going to be in next. Let's go. Where he's going to be. He's, he's not the lead, though. You know who's the lead? Who? Jesse Plummer. You know who that is, right? Todd from Breaking Bad. What? The most unlikable motherfucker of all time. The dude from Judas and Messiah. He was in Judas and Messiah and the Black Messiah as the uh, the informant. Yeah, but that's gonna be one count of manslaughter, and then it'll be three counts unless you can get Fred to give us something else. I mean, y'all saw Judas and the Black. Are Messiah. you sure his name is, is Jesse Plummer? I don't think it's, it's something. No, just no, uh, it, it, it's either Jesse, Jesse Plummer. Is his fine. It's not Jesse right. Plummer. It's just is it Jesse? It's not. It's not Jesse Owens. It's it's something Jesse Jesse Baker or what was his name in Breaking Bad? Todd. <laughs> okay, Todd. <laughs> we'll go with that. But he's a le- hey, he's a beast. Yeah, but we'll see. I wasn't too excited to hear that he was getting a leading role over Leo though, and Leo's I mean, gonna play a supporting. Sc- Scorsese does not lose. He's actually the best director of all time. <sighs> it's too many big heads above him to say that. It's too many people that who's came before big, him. Who's bigger than so Scorsese? So we're gonna put Lee, we're gonna put him over pioneers. No, like honestly, that I, I'm talking about that argument is not a hard argument to have because there's Scorsese. Who, Scorsese, you you done a lot, but like, are we still gonna put you? Are we putting you over Hitchcock? No, we're not putting you over people who pioneered this game. We are putting you over people like Orson Welles. <laughs> Let's look at those movies again. These are the people <laughs> who didn't have the tools, bro. Seriously, it don't matter. The, so you mean to tell me? If I come out with the first plane and you come out with a plane, a hundred years later, you talking about that motherfucker ain't on my level. So Nigga, you ain't like, even okay, come so out with this shit. I'm the reason you even got a the foundation. The Hughes Brothers versus Elon Musk. When it goes down, 
Who's going to be regarded as higher? Do you put Elon Musk up here or the Hughes brothers? You put Hughes, Hughes. brothers started. And this is what I talk about. When George I say Washington respect- Carver gets respect for making peanut butter. But that's it. Terrell, so you mean to tell me, or better, like this, this is why I say you respect OGs. This is why you don't see me saying shit like, oh, Joel Embiid is way better than Bill Russell. Like, honestly, all right, back. Yeah, Joel Embiid would have probably been 10 times what Bill Russell is. If we take Joel Embiid from now and put him back in the 60s. Oh, no. If but we you take Joel Embiid from now and give him 20 rings and Bill Russell still has 11. But since he was the first that I'm won. I'm just saying because Bill Russell was the first person that said, hold on, wait. If I move my elbow and post his ass up like this, oh, I can get. He gave niggas the game. You can never put somebody over who gave you the recipe. Literally, the only reason why your sauce got that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's because you using my ingredients and you got the nerve to talk shit about me? I don't give a fuck how many awards you want for your sauce. Your sauce wouldn't be your sauce without mine. Hey, look, good burger. Mondo burger on that <laughs> side over there. Hey, let me tell you something. <laughs> Them Mondo burgers were ridiculous. They, looks ridi- they look ridiculous. I always thought the good burgers look fire. Just a big-ass <laughs> bite of beef. All right, so uh, some more news that happened during the week. Uh, we had the Quavo and Saweetie elevator incident happened where there was a video that dropped um that caused everybody to have a different opinion about what exactly happened in the video um and it honestly sucks to see two people in the mainstream uh spotlight for issues like this but it does happen and we do have to cover it last pe- last week a lot of people didn't like the fact that i was saying that saweetie wasn't wifey material and all of that and like mm-hmm. uh i mean i don't i don't i don't put it like this i was gonna tell Terrell because this is before we get into the Quavo and Sweetie thing, well, go ahead. It, the wifey material thing, like, people was upset that I said that, but, like, is Sweetie wifey material? If she is, then somebody let me know, like, because people were sitting well, me and it was like, oh, let me, let me say this, bro. Can we say expound? Yeah, people were sitting me and they was like, oh, she got a, oh, she, oh, you said she's not wifey material. Are you kidding me? She has her own bag. She got her own money. She has degrees. She's smart. It's like, okay, well, we still talking about wifey material. Like, there's plenty of men out there that got their own bag. They have their own money. They have their own business. Oh, yeah, they got a, they got their own job. They got their own cars and their own money and all of that. Does that make them husband material? No. What makes somebody mm-hmm. wifey and husband material is what they bring to a marriage. That's why you would be wifey material. Because let me tell you, you could be, you know what I'm saying, you could be fun material. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay for you to be looked at. It's, well... It might not be okay with you, but, like, it's definitely possible for a nigga to be with you and not look at you as wifey material. Trust me, a lot of niggas is with chicks that they already know is not wifey material. They just with her because fuck it. I'm going to just fuck this joint until I find one that is wifey material. That is the most blunt you're going to hear it right there. That's true. And it's fucked up. I think if you look at Saweetie and her motives throughout that whole relationship, I, I, was think, saying, like, I don't think they ever looked at it that way. Why do y'all expect me to treat Saweetie like Michelle Obama? This is the same chick that came out and said, if he can't buy you a Birkin, send him to the streets. Like, does that sound like wifey material? Quavo should hear that and be like, you know what? This is the joint that I'm a wife. I'm about to wife this junk. I need a woman that think like this. And it's nothing wrong with, with being... Right. And you, you can say what you want about Quavo, but we talking about... Because the question is, is she wifey material? We're not saying My Quavo was husband material. What did, What is Saweetie showing the world that that makes me, I have to show her respect and say that she's wifey material? Because she has her own bag and she raps and she talks about 
eight eight figure niggas being her type and not fucking with broke niggas. Where are we supposed to show this respect? What? Cause she got cheated on? Maybe. So she said she got cheated on. Cool. Right, I didn't Terrence. know that I'm sitting here supposed to be. I just think it's crazy how we, we get you because they I don't care. Got you because about... this, is what this is what y'all ladies got to realize. Just because a woman is in a situation doesn't mean she is the immediate victim. And we have to show her respect like she deserves it. You have to hold away. Every, every woman deserves respect. Every woman deserves respect. But my, what I'm saying Let's is. Let's just be clear. This is my thing. And I don't like when people do this. Because look. You, you, oh, so you think that I don't know that? You just said, why you do I don't know that? I'm what helping, I'm saying I am is, helping. you don't deserve respect about, you don't, you don't, we don't have to respect your relationship or you period or, or what you, you like your, mo, like your moves, you feel me? When you move about them the way you do, you feel me? Like your relationship is public, you feel me? And then you're publicly saying you can't get with no man unless he got a certain bag for you, unless he can certain, unless he, what he can do for you, okay. you feel me? There's nothing wrong with that. You feel me? But like <laughs> you said, you feel me like a thousand times. <laughs> Go ahead. My bad. It's nothing wrong with that. I get what you're saying. I'm just telling you, be careful saying we don't have to respect you. Because, bro, bro, I'm saying we don't have to. I'm not saying we have to disrespect you, but we don't got to sit here and feel sorry for you because you got cheated on. I don't give a fuck. You're a celebrity and you have millions and you're going to go and find another man who's going to be able to pay that bill for you. Right. Because that's all you wanted, right? It's not like she was with Quavo because he was the most loyal nigga ever. She told you eight-figure nigga. That, <laughs> she fucking it up. But Rich what? nigga, eight-figure. Rich nigga, eight-figure. That's her type. Did she say rich nigga, loyal nigga? That's my type. Oh, but I'm supposed to sit here and treat her like she Michelle Obama and Barack cheated on? Like, if Barack cheated on Michelle, y'all think I would say, I don't give a fuck? No. But guess what? I want that culture three. I don't want that... That my best friend. I don't give a fuck about that shit. <laughs> like, why do y'all niggas? I was telling Terrell, we did the first video we did on this on our channel was was the culture review. Like, women, I feel like act like we have to say fuck who we're fans of, Quavo, because they couldn't fix their relationship. I don't give a fuck if he cheated on her. I'm a fan of his music. I don't. I gotta respect Saweetie. Why? Like, is that my family? Is that Michelle Obama? Is this a woman that's out here that we have to... No, this is another woman out here getting a bag, not giving a fuck about me. I got to give a fuck about her while she goes and makes millions. If you... If, <laughs> if you broke and just say if that. If you broke and say it, all right, what, all right, bet. I'm broken, not giving a fuck that you got cheated on. <laughs> while some of y'all are broken, caring too much. What? what do y'all give a fuck for? Hey, look, niggas coming at me like, oh, you really, you really got so weedy fucked up. I don't even know her. I, I'm talking about what I see. You don't know her. You swearing she got a bag and all of this shit and she wiping material? You don't even know her. And you saying all of that. <laughs> hey, look. Let's transition back to what the elevator yep. situation. There was an uproar. I don't know if y'all seen my tweet made it to the shade room. I don't give a fuck. Yes, sir. But all you thousand niggas that sent it to me, that I was followed big the news. shade room too. I saw it. Nigga, that was big news. We Hey, look. We thought Terrell made it. Niggas yeah, was calling me like, I know y'all out there now. Y'all made it. You I said, what a, you talking about? Off a Shade Room tweet on page four? This nigga Terrell was on Shade Room page four. I wish we had an applause that we could play. <laughs> <laughs> Trash noise. <laughs> but um, it was an uproar on Twitter. If you, haven't, if you haven't seen it, I mean, hey, do you live under a rock? Um, basically, Quavo and Saweetie uh, got into an altercation in the elevator. Some thought it was... Uh, considered 
um, abuse. Some thought it wasn't. That became the topic of the internet. And honestly, I am going to speak not as a man, but as somebody who looked at that goddamn video. If you look at the video, and I hate to do this, but I never saw where Quavo touched Sweetie. That's not true. He definitely I grabbed, saw where they went Porter. for the same bag, and in grabbing the bag, he was swinging the bag with her. Bringing her, yeah. She swung with the bag. He never physically grabbed up Sweetie, threw her up against the wall, threw her down. Yeah. And people was like, the way he swung her, I'm like, yo, if he wanted to swing her and go, hurt her in that elevator, he could have. If you like, I'm telling you, if you rewatch the video, watch when he brings her in the elevator. Like y'all gonna think that I'm capping for for Quavo, <laughs> I swear. But watch how you can tell he's like, up. Real niggas have been in that situation. I'm gonna keep it on it. Real niggas, we've, we've been in that situation. Like where your girl is attacking. Well, your girl is doing too much because she low key was attacking Quavo. All I, I think he in the video she swung. Look in the video she swung at him. He dodged it. Do you know that? I don't know if you've seen that video, but they they found out that the bag was a Call of Duty bag. So they said that that was Quavo it's a Call bag. of yeah. It was clearly a Call of Duty a Call of Duty box. So not saying that he got to fuck her up to get the bag. I think he did forcibly. Take the bag. Make sure that he was gonna keep that bag and stay by it. But like, that doesn't. Like, I don't think that he did anything abusive. I felt like it just looked like for real, for real. Why we always do this? Like, cut, that looked like a regular ass argument for a couple. I would and say. that's what I said. I it said like a regular ass tussle over a yeah. bag. But everybody blew it up. Everybody to say, blew it up. I guess. Because I hope you guys don't have daughters. Would you want that to be your mother? I've seen my parents tussle. I've seen my parents have a tug of war or mm -hmm. something. He, mm -hmm. My father never put his hands on my mother or nothing like that. Never. But. When I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, look at them fighting over this bag. Then I was on Twitter, I was like, wait, 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 what a, what's happening? It looked like they were just upset with each other. Like, the fact that she hit him, like, or the fact that she swung at him, I thought, I ain't gonna lie. When I first watched it, I was like, Come don't on, do I, nothing I, yes. stupid, Quavo, I please, bro. Thing. I said, please don't fuck up your career and do no Ray Rice shit. Yeah. When that shit dropped, I said, Quavo about shit. to smack the shit out yeah. of her. Like, I'm thinking about all the songs and what he said. If a bitch touched me, I'm going to smack. I'm like, what, did he ever say anything like that? But um, I thought, to be completely honest, and I was on record for saying this, I felt like the way Quavo re has responded and all of the evidence that's coming out about Quavo is not doing anything but making him look better. I felt like we're going to be canceled after this. I don't give a fuck. Because argue with me then. Ladies, come and argue with me. We're going to get canceled. Show me in the video. We should name this podcast that. <laughs> We're going to get canceled. Yeah. All right, bet. Show me in the video where I should be saying this is ridiculous on Quavo's behalf. If, if you look at what Quavo did, he could have been a fucked up nigga. He got his bag back from, from Saweetie. You feel me? He, he on the elevator with her. Saweetie is sitting on the ground acting as if she got slammed into the... But for real, for real she's just over-emotional. Literally, probably going through a lot. Y'all gonna try to say that she's going she through got trauma and, and she's she just dealt with so much. It's like, y'all really gotta understand what y'all are doing. Like, look, Quavo, look, the door open. You got motherfuckers standing right there. He stands there. He doesn't do the fuckboy thing and leave. I thought he was gonna leave her in there like, fuck nah, her. He, got like, off. he put the bag he that he was fighting for. He put it right back beside her. To keep the door. And he put it right by the thing to keep the door open so it wouldn't close on her. Yeah, like he... He, he stepped off the joint, but, like, he waited for her, like, 
We're Arab, not trying to make this nigga a gentleman. We're not trying to make him a gentleman. But looking for the abuse. We're looking for why we should be saying that he's a, a woman abuser and where the, all the uproar came from. Like, damn. And I felt like the reason why we brought this topic up is because we wanted to talk about, like, all right, I'll ask you this first. This is the first part of it. What do you do in a situation where your girl is trying to dip and you got to stay around her? I mean, a situation where your girl got your phone and she trying to leave or your girl took your... Sometimes your girl will really be on some shit where you do have... Ladies, let's keep it 100. Y'all be on some shit where you have to be not hit, but I have to get you have to back. be grabbed. I have to, I have to grab your arm and stop you from trying to run downstairs with... Some shit that might be mine because you might be trying to destroy it. Girls want you to be able to, look, don't you ever fucking put your hands on me, grab me. I'm supposed to let you run, take my phone downstairs, smash it. because, And then when you get to the car, you want to fuck my car up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Am I supposed to just sit, I'm supposed back, to and sit you... back and let you do all of this stuff? Or I can just simply grab you and be like, hey, can you please chill? Like, I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm just trying to tell you. you're. I'm pulling you away from, like, my shit, you know? Like, I don't. I just don't feel like why we, why we have to run at... But there's a lot of people that feel like if you even lay a hand, then it's abuse. But but notice, and I'm not trying to man this thing up, but what is it why we're going to get canceled? This but, what, good. When she swung at him, he could have took, I honestly was scared in that moment. Me when too. When I saw her swinging at him, when I was like, swung, damn, was fuck. He's going to hit her back. But he wasn't on that type of time. And that's why I said I was proud of, of, of Quavo being a rapper. You on camera in an elevator. Oh, you done for. Yeah. Any other person in Quavo position, or they'd have been done. These rappers of the old age, I felt like he handled himself decently. Whether he was right or wrong, whether he was cheating or whatever, what he did on that elevator, the way he handled it on Twitter, whether he's cheating or not, y'all don't realize that Quavo is moving like a nigga that respects the woman he's leaving, for real, for real. He's not out here saying, fuck her. He didn't say fuck her when she came on the TL and said that, that, she, that he cheated. I feel like Quavo is just... Honestly, I think they still solid. I think the footage is I old. Think, yeah, I don't think it's nothing. But I told Terrell this too. This was funny. Because I told Terrell, everybody's trying to act like Saweetie is dealing with Quavo. You know what I'm saying? And Quavo came out and said that um, she wasn't the woman that he thought he was. That, she, that he thought she was. Right? I told Terrell, we haven't seen any evidence yet that Quavo cheated. Right? Unless I mm -hmm. missed it. I didn't see it, no. We, just, we haven't seen nothing come out besides the fact that she said it. Her tweet where the love is given to another woman. Right. I'm not, I wouldn't be. I'm not saying he didn't because I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like the elevator, the, the elevator footage to me shows that I can see exactly. Can't you see that elevator thing happening and Quavo literally getting in the car and being like, "Yo, you're not the woman I thought you was. I'm done." Yeah. I'm sorry about. I don't. I don't get how like shit like this happens and it's clearly like a man's side and a woman's side and like all the women expect us to just. Not even think about what he could be going through. Like, we not going to be in his shoes one day. We supposed to immediately say, I don't know what the fuck he did. Fuck him. Like, I don't get what, I don't know what happened with that. And this, ain't, this is different because we actually have footage to see it. That's the, that's and the that was the big thing. Like, it's, it's right there. But, hey, look, Ray Rice was wrong. Yeah. Um, whatever the nigga from the Chiefs was wrong. Um. All these football niggas that have done shit, all these people that have put their hands on women, were wrong. This situation, to me, I just didn't see the, I didn't see it. Yeah, I felt like instead of us saying like, they had an damn, argument. Like you, y'all gonna really act like you didn't argue with your significant other or 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 try to take something from your significant other. All you, all you niggas that 
have fought to get your phone back from your girl. Y'all aren't fighting. You're literally just tug of warring with the phone. You might try to move each other out mm -hmm. the way. It comes like, from, I wonder if it comes from, you know how they say if, you, if your mother whooping you, like if a black mom is whooping you and you catch the belt, <laughs> they say your mother <laughs> going to tell everybody you was fighting her. Yeah. <laughs> and that's true. He tried to come back at me because yeah. he had the nerve to grab the belt and stop me. That's how your mother really feel. I don't know if it comes from that. I was just going to say like, I forget what I was just about to say. Damn, damn, damn. But yeah, um, I'm just saying everybody, everybody has, has, I, you know what's crazy? I was going to say. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, and I'll say this. Uh, one of my exes, we didn't get in a fight. She was legit hitting me in my closet, broke my thumb, and then was sitting there acting hurt. I'm like, you beat my ass. I didn't even realize my thumb was broke until like a week later. That's crazy. I mean, bro. I mean, like, she was upset to the point where, like, she was, like, throwing a punch. Like, you know how somebody's, like, talking their shit and they throwing a punch at you? No, and they yeah. You, and they hit your arm and you just... I'm standing there, and I'm like, damn. She's, yeah. I'm like, yo, can you fucking chill? Hey, bro, best sex I ever had that night. Damn. Let me tell you something about... What the fuck, Simon? You was hitting... You was hitting well, I'm about to be a little bit too X-rated. What's her birthday? You was trying to grip that joint, but you forgot the broken thumb, so you was like, damn, I'm slipping. <laughs> <laughs> bro, hit it in the closet. All right. That was... And, hey, look, I was trying to say My something bad. I didn't about... Mean, I didn't mean to take that left turn, but... Very important part of that story. And hey, look, you never know what happened when they get up the elevator. They might have made up and was still cool and went on to go do the GQ thing. You know, you never know. Right. You never even know when the fuck that was. My, and my thing is like, this is my biggest takeaway from the, that, that thing is like, when there are real situations of domestic abuse, that's when we need to make a big deal out of it. We, I feel like it's just as counterproductive to try and press and pull a domestic ab abuse case out of something that's not there as it is when you sit there and try to say that a real domestic abuse case isn't a domestic abuse case. I feel like it's both counterproductive for you to try to say, he hit her, he hit her. No, you're not helping the cause. He didn't. And now you're making us look here when we really need to just focus on the real ones because you're just being a distraction. And why do that? Like, Quavo's literally mm -hmm. showing men what they're supposed to do in that situation, which is, yo, handle yourself, control your emotions. She throwing punches at you, swinging. Get your bag and leave. Get your bag and leave. Make sure she's good. What did he do wrong? What was he supposed to do better? <clears throat> he shouldn't have fucking swung her. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of which, did you want to talk about Deshaun Watson at all? We haven't talked about him on the pod yet, for real. We really haven't. He's and up to like 19 or 20 allegations. Um, I'm not going to say whether the allegations are real or not because, again, Unlike the Quavo Saweetie thing, we don't really have, you know, right evidence. So, hey, look, we got to take people's word for what it is. I think if I'm going to speak and not be a bitch about it and just take whatever is said, I think it's very, I don't know, it's real convenient. And I'm not going to, and this is no disrespect to the victims, but convenient. It's real convenient that. Yeah, this the thing, bro. Oh yeah, we definitely I am a canceled. Denver. I am yeah, we about to get canceled. But hold on, wait, bro. I'm nah, not, I'm not saying it's convenient. I'm not saying that's not gonna be the first thing that we say about that because some of them I joints didn't is say that. it's I, not helping him at all. He he's actually them joints is no. I'm not talking about the abuse being convenient. I'm talking about the timing of all of this. I know what you're saying, but you basically trying to discredit what they're saying 
I'm before not, you even really tell them what happened. They don't. We haven't even said the allegations. You saying, hey, y'all, there was some allegations against Deshaun Watson, and uh, it's a little incon- it's a little convenient, ain't it? Whoa, what were the allegations, though, sir? What are the allegations? Because look, I don't even know. He has 19 sexual assault allegations. Just from like chicks? Like he just be dating chicks? Different women. Masseuses. That's what it is. Um, it's a massage parlor or some shit that he was going to. Yeah, he's a weird ass nigga for massages. So they say. Son, massages are lit. I'm not going to do this. Sorry. But I've never had a massage. Bro, I'm telling from you. From like an actual masseuse. I just from looked like at this a, video. I looked at this video not long ago about massaging and like. Like how to like really give somebody a, like a dope ass massage, bro? I'm telling you, you need to add that to your repertoire, because right now you. All right, are, well, hold on, wait. We that boring nigga. That's this isn't the, the time to talk on. about. Well, based on what Deshaun you're right, going you're right, through. You're right, you're right. <laughs> Sorry, but the I, reason why I say that, um, and the reason why I say it's convenient is because y'all know, like I was getting ready to say, I'm a Denver Broncos fan. We have, or we as fans, all my Denver Broncos fans out there, United and Orange, big country, we have been. Campaigning to get this man ever since he announced he didn't want to be in Houston, and so the fact that all of these allegations have come up, and you can now what? Do you not get what I'm saying, bro? You are literally coming out and saying that these allegations are I'm convenient not. because you're a Broncos fan and y'all are looking forward to getting him. No, what am Terrence, I missing? Like what I am? You are completely. You must not know the story I'm of Deshaun Watson. To, I know the story, but like you're saying, he asked to get out of Houston. To leave the Texans. Right. I don't want to play for y'all. I'm not playing. Right. Then all of a sudden, 19 allegations. You know what it sounds like to me? No, you know what? That's not that's not ridiculous to think of. You're I'm, right. I'm saying, is that right. ridiculous to you're think? Right. No, but like, you're right. No, but you want to be sensitive I but do want to yes, now. That's no. why I start. I preface this whole thing and I go back to it. I said we, unlike the Quavo Sweetie situation in the in the elevator where we have like video proof. Yeah, these are people that are giving their word testimony. So we have to take it, you know, and and we have to run with the word right now. Like we got to think about what they're saying. We can't say, we can't just come out and say it. But I said, I would. Who would I be to not speak on the? Convenience of everything, bro. I feel you. And it just goes to show, like, somebody made this point, and they said, like, you, you're a black athlete, you think you're powerful, and then they, they prove to you that you still, you just still. You can still be taken down yeah. as a nigga. you still a nigga. And what's the number one? Sorry. Perfect. I'm not going to play this whole thing. But when you think about his case, bro, we definitely getting canceled. I'm just saying, they gonna some people gonna cancel us, and there's gonna be some people that say them motherfuckers kept it real on that podcast. And we always do. Come on, man. You mean to tell me somebody that somebody that's oh, let me just stop this. Somebody that's as decorated as Deshaun, right? Not saying that he's not gonna do this. And look, right? not saying had that at all. Zero blemishes on his record before he uh, requested a trade. No, no, even rumors or nothing about nothing. none of this. Now all of a sudden, this man said, tells the corporation, "I want out. I know what I'm worth. All these teams are willing to pay." Do you know how many fan groups and pages were under that man's pictures? Like, come here, come here, come oh, to the Texans, come here. There's I mean, never I, been a time they said. There's never been a time in the NFL where a player like his caliber became available. I mean, 
You got people like Chicago that's like, yo, we're going to give y'all two first-round picks. We'll give you Khalil Mack and somebody else for Deshaun. Like, damn, like, exactly. we're going to throw the yard at you for him. So, like, you're right. Take the emotion out. Take an emotion Take out. Take your feelings out of it because, and just look at the facts. Right, because th- at this point, well, people who might think it's fucked up, at this point, Deshaun's not on a team and won't be on a team, y'all. That trial is underway. So... That's where you can take the emotion out and thinking that we're, we're not being sensitive because those women will probably, based on how this story goes, when that number is higher than 15 women, they're probably going to get justice. For sure. And At if, least and he if, won't play on a, if, a team anymore. Right. And if, if, if Deshaun did some wild shit. Then he deserve it. Then he deserve it. Yep. Because if he did some wild shit and you want to be a freak boy at the, at the, at the massage parlor. Yeah. Then nigga, you wildin' and this is what the fuck you get. Right. But black men, I'm this is only the... highlighting this. I'm sorry, yeah. As a black man in this country, unless you a black man, you don't understand. You really don't. Now I completely sympathize with anybody that's and I'm not on here. Y'all didn't see me get on here and say anything about R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get on here and say, man. I don't think I, I didn't take nah. I, I didn't say that. That's his R. Kelly shit just came out. Because he of, was a wild boy. Yeah. Um, but this Deshaun Watson thing. The only reason why I said that is because this happened right when this man said he wanted out, and they had nothing they could do. What could they do? They had to. They trade literally him. made it so that like he was gonna have to sit out the season because and they, they had to pay him still, right? Even if he sat out, they knew they could. Yeah. They knew they couldn't trade him, and they knew he didn't want to play. So they were literally willing to say, all right, bet. Since we paid you your first – I think they paid the first part of his contract last year. Since he got paid last year, they said, all right, we're not just going to let you go for nothing. We're going to get – we're going to get – you know what I'm saying? We're going to get our money's worth. And I, and I think that they should, but I just think as a black man in this country looking at this situation, fellas, we got to look at it like that. For some of y'all that might hear it and think, wow, that's an insensitive way to look at it. It's not, especially not as a black dude, because you got to remember that this things like this have happened before. This isn't a hypothetical that we saying might that could might happen. Like, trust me, the way that they can fuck us is by using that system that they created. And it definitely is a very funny coincidence that all of this comes out um, in the wake of this man asking to leave a company. Now, all of a sudden. All of these Houston uh, masseuse uh, women coming out what against did you them. Hear? I don't know if you heard. Yesterday, eighteen massage therapists came forward, mm-hmm. all women, to say that he was professional, he was polite, and they're in defense of this man. I don't also know. one. Of I don't want to be. That, a... I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. Look, it's eighteen. You talk about the twenty-one allegations, and then you got eighteen more that people that do the same thing to say, "Hey, we don't know what the fuck is going on." I got you. So it's not one-sided. Like the R. Like the R. Kelly thing was completely one-sided. I'm just saying, except his daughters. I don't even remember what I was saying. What the hell is this? Why am I seeing that? Uh, I just feel like it. the coincidence is there, and I feel like there's nothing wrong in acknowledging the coincidence. But definitely, Deshaun, definitely this ain't good, bro. Twenty, You got 20, 20 women against you. I don't know how you're going to beat that. You're going to have to beat this in a yeah. different way because... It looked like they are going to win in what they're going to try to do to you because we don't do well in that situation. You feel me? Especially when, nigga, if five white women came out against me right now that I've never met before, they even still have a better chance than me. 
I, I, no matter if I say I don't even know these, I don't even know these women. It's five of them though, and yeah. they're they look. Their voices need to be heard. I but cannot fight against that. That's true. It don't matter how. That's true. Look, but at the, he's a decorated athlete. He can't even fight against that. But this I don't want to make shit. it seem like if these people really have been taken advantage of, right? That's what like, I'm saying. That's the fine line you run. That's the fine line you run. I like 100% respect to all of the victims. If this is true, we just wanted to highlight the coincidence. Yes. Getting canceled because we black. Did we keep it real, or are we, or are we done for? Yeah. Did we keep it real, or are we done for? <laughs> Y'all need to, this is why y'all need to just stick to talking about Y'all need to stick to talking about stick to fucking TL topic. Stick to yeah. fucking TL. <laughs> now, moving on. Uh, no, one thing that I didn't want to talk about. Nothing else controversial. Nothing else controversial. <laughs> Hopefully not. But um, you know what I was going to ask you, bro? You know what's weird? And this is not a long, t- not not a long, big topic, but just a question that I had early in the week. Like. There's these fashion shows, right? These designers have these fashion shows. And you'll see a dude come out with, like, a big-ass fucking costume on, it look like. Or even, like, these outfits, like, where... Take the Yeezy season joint. Like, I remember looking at that and feeling like it was amazing. Like, look at everybody, like, in the same type of, like, style. But then when I started thinking about it more, I'm like, when would we ever see these things in the real world? Like, you see these designers... And they have these crazy extravagant things that they walk around with. And I've always wondered, like... Oh, you mean like in the fashion shows? In fashion world, like, when do you really see these exuberant outfits? And I started thinking about stuff like the Met Gala. And, like, there's things like crazy events where people buy crazy outfits for. But, like, I swear, like, fashion to me is so hard to get into because, like, I swear, for me... As soon as I get into something, I'll hear somebody say, damn, y'all niggas still wearing, <laughs> you know oh, what I yeah. mean? Look, y'all niggas still wearing Yeezys? Like, damn, you can't wear Yeezys no more? Like, yeah. what y'all niggas wearing now? Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or like, damn, y'all damn, y'all niggas still wearing graphic tees? Oh, oh wait, so I can't even just throw a chill graphic tee on? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. yeah. like, I swear, like, for me, and then when you look at things like fashion, you follow the people that have high fashion, like... I follow this dude. He's a real fashion dude, right? But he wears ridiculous shit. And I'm like, is the goal of fashion today to just look as ridiculously different as possible instead of looking clean? You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like you used to look at people and it's be like, yo, like, that nigga's clean. Now it's just like, yo, look at his pants. It looked like he got on. It looked like those are like NASA pants. Like, niggas will wear some old beat ass pants from like some factory somewhere if they're distressed and different and like puffy with zippers and pockets and shit like i feel like it's not about looking clean anymore it's just about being as different as possible you feel me like this dude had on this Mm -hmm. old ass dingy ass shirt with these old dingy ass pants and it's like this is high fashion now because i guess he just looks ridiculous a lot most and we captured that vintage look most of these, it's crazy how niggas clown everybody for years for wearing Skechers, only to grow up and spend a thousand dollars for them on some Balenciaga Skechers. You niggas is clowns, man. I will, I swear, I swear, we never gonna let you niggas live that shit down. We will never let you niggas live this era down. I will never let you niggas forget this, because guess what? 
wearing Skechers was not cool. Like, it just wasn't. I mean, from start to finish, K, K, K3 to 12th grade. Really? Through college. I mean, it's, like, it's just like a starting point. And it was sold at Payless, like, mm-hmm. it's not, I mean, put it like this. All I'll say is this. It just goes to show that I feel like these companies definitely proved that, like, once they put their name on it, we'll buy anything. But more more importantly, I did want to say all of this about fashion just to say, like, the 90s, or the 90s, late 80s era of fashion really has taken over, like, or, like, 90s, late 80s. It's starting to take over, like, current day fashion. Everybody is starting to wear old shit and look older. And that's cool now. Nigga, if you show up wearing some big baggy pants and you got that NBA varsity, say you wear that NBA, it's not a varsity jacket, but what is it? That NBA, you know that that jacket that got all of the NBA teams on it? Or the jeans that got all the NBA teams on it? You got clown for wearing those, but say you wear them joints today. Bro, them joints would be a, them joints mm-hmm. would be a hit. You're innovative. You're an innovative person. Mm-hmm. And it all depends on what you grew up to. Yeah. Some more some stuff is more effective than others. Like if you wore some Fubu shoes or if you wore some remember niggas was wearing uh Do you remember K Swiss? Yeah. And all that bullshit. I remember the K Swiss commercials. So look, I say all of this to say, since the nineties seems to be making its way back through current day fashion, do you think or see another era of fashion coming back? An example like the football jersey era. I would like to see that come back. What you think? You can still wear it. You can still wear it. Nah. But I mean, everybody like, yo, I got my, I got my look. You see a nigga with a Saquon Barkley jersey on, like, uh, New York now, nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? Like a, niggas have never stopped wearing football jerseys. But, I still wear jerseys. Okay, well, well, look. Throwback. More so, I'm asking you, what era do you think might be resurfacing after we get through the baggy clothes era is going to come back? You think that's next? It's already out there. Well, that is it. You're right. Niggas are already look. Travis Scott. But you think them franchise boys, baggy white tee era? I don't know if we gonna go that yep far. Yup, in my white tee. That was embarrassing. Look, nigga, I, I used was, to wear I a two X, and I was in sixth grade. I know. Look <laughs> how skinny me and Terrence are. If we was wearing a forty-two jean, forty. I mean, belt squeezing the fuck out. I of I mean, the jeans. two of my belt loops basically right next to each other, like. I'm not even supposed to be wearing this belt. And used to wear belt buckles that we got from the market. I had a Pittsburgh Steelers belt buckle at one point, I felt like. I'm not even a Steelers fan. <laughs> I don't know what was going on we back then. We had some wild ass. Yeah, remember the belt buckle phase? Remember the niggas got the, the LED belt buckle? You remember the plaid short polo shirt phase? Look, you wear a red polo shirt with the white and red plaid shorts for the summertime with the white Air Forces? That was a... Terrell. That was an era right there. Cog, when they cog, no, so look, plaid. So they got like, you know, plaid. Like, you know, you wear a plaid shirt. They yeah. were plaid. You don't remember the plaid short era? I remember, no, I remember. The summertime era, niggas would show up with the, look, you had a purple polo, purple plaid shorts, white Air Forces. Yeah, that you was know what saying? Like, that was clean. That's always still clean to me. <laughs> the polo shirt with the plaid shorts, nah. You can't get that off. You giving Uncle on the Grill vibes. 1000%. <laughs> Do you remember the uh, the Ed Hardy days? Yeah, but come I feel on, like, man. So come on, man. I had fake Ed Hardy. We, we, nigga, market. all of that shit that you got from the market, fake. all this Ed Hardy that these young niggas was wearing was fake. Okay, unless she was a celebrity. What about the um, like that that disco eighties bell bottom? You know the bell bottom, like the oh, that could cut back. You know what I'm saying? That's honestly, real exuberant though. Like that's like. 
I feel like that is kind of coming back with somebody like Anderson Pack and what's the name? Even though their shit is play, they gonna be showing up dressed like Silk the Sonic. music that they wear. Yeah, they gonna be the showing music. up. And do you see how they showed up to the? Uh... I would do it if I'm doing Silk Sonic. I'm showing up an '80s nigga for the rest of this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, one thousand percent. Can't wait for that album. But excited to see what styles we might get back. Uh, and look, y'all do y'all best to try to keep up with the current styles we got now because uh, I don't know how y'all keep up. Right. Um, you put sometimes a don't do list. Oh is yeah, more effective than a to do list. Yep. What the hell did you mean by that? I was just thinking about how like when you know how you put a bunch of stuff on your to do list and then you don't get it done and then after that like I have a to do list in there that I was supposed to get done and like I was supposed to wake up. And get a couple things on that to-do list done. Because I didn't wake up in time to get those things done in the time that they needed to be done. Like, now I just looked at the entire list like, fuck this list. Like, <laughs> I didn't, I'm not going to be able to get none of this done for some reason. So I was thinking like, I feel like it's honestly discouraging to keep making a to-do list and then not doing it. But if you make a don't-do list of things that you don't want to do. It's easier to not do things that you shouldn't do than it is to do things you need to be doing. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, that's, and that sounds ridiculous. But, like, instead of on your to-do list, you would put something like wash my clothes. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what you go need to, to do. That's what you need to do yeah. So on, like, go to your grocery store. But you fill your day with these tasks that you need to do. When really, all you really need to do is be productive. That's the only one thing you really need to put on your, your list. You, don't, you really don't have to tell yourself what you need to be doing. You know? Your don't do list would have the things that would keep you from being and uh, doing that one thing on your to do list, which is being productive. So you would put things like don't be on your phone for more than two hours today. Don't sit around and procrastinate watching YouTube videos because, you know, you always do that. Or don't play the game until five o'clock and make sure you do this. Like when you set up the don'ts, like the boundaries, don't do this, don't do that until until. I feel like that's going to be more productive than trying to complete a task list because you're going to run into obstacles. Like when you go to one of the things on your list is wash your clothes. You go to wash your clothes and you see a laundry machine is covered in something and now you got to clean that first. So now your time is. But look, you're being productive. But since your to do list didn't have washing the wash machine before washing the clothes, you feel like you're unproductive. That's why I said like. The, the don't do list, when you go to bed that night, you're like, yo, I like, all right, bet. Like, I might have got one thing done, but I didn't do all that bullshit. Just a thought. You know, and Terrence does. He writes weird shit. Terrence got a dry erase board, and I just bought a dry erase calendar. I recommend everybody buy one. Yes. Um, I got mine to keep track of, like, bills and dates and shit that I need to do. Um, but Terrence has a big-ass whiteboard in his room, and he writes random shit up there. Like, it'll say, so, like, what I got up there right now, it says declutter. And then it just has a big ass line written through the middle of it because I'm trying to. And I did not know that that's what that said. I just was like, I'm like, what the fuck did he write? Yeah, it says declutter because you know how you have like, like on my MacBook, there's app, there's like pictures and like icons everywhere. On my phone, like my apps are all over the place. So like a constant reminder is to declutter my life. Like I have like, I'll have the laundry basket sitting and it's like to me that's clutter. Like so I'm always I need that reminder to cross off the. De- the declutter so i'll just write that on it i want to get to a point where i have enough free time to sit there and go through my photos and delete all the bullshit all the screenshot it you, you do shit. you do you have to choose that though 
When you sitting there on your phone scrolling at TL, you could be doing that. But you don't realize the reason why you don't do that is not because of the time. It's because of how daunting of a task you know that that is. Trust me, I got more time now than ever before. But, bro, even now I'm like, fuck that. I'm not, not going to sit here. To just. It would take you a whole day to do that. That's what you're not realizing. It's because it's your phone and it's smaller. You think it's a small task. That is a big-ass computer you have to go through all them files. Oh, you, that's an eight-hour job right there. <laughs> that's a no whole way. tech it you is because you start looking at pictures. You be cut. You going down memory lane. Look, you start sitting and remember when we went to the bar. Look, the what, what, what do we say? Orlando. What did we say black people <laughs> love last last week? Cabaret. Cabaret white party. I got 80 pictures. <laughs> Look, you start seeing all the pictures. Like, you know how you took a picture of something and you had to get a better angle. And you know you got four of them in there. It's like, I, I can too delete much bullshit it, But then you head. tell yourself, which one do I delete? You know Look, what I'm Look, I'm going to just come back to this shit. Uh, and that's exactly that's what, what happens. Yep. And that's how you get stuck. Yep. I got a bunch of pictures of bullshit in my phone. I mean bullshit. <laughs> I'm a real show and tell, Nick. So like, the way I work, where I work, yeah. if some shit is fucked up, I'll take a picture of it and send it to you like, this shit is fucked oh, up. Okay, yeah. But I don't never go back and delete, delete. it. You need to just go through and hit your select and just get to 900 photos selected. And you know what's crazy? Delete. Since my photos are full, all of my photos are saved into the cloud. So when you go to show somebody something, it has to download from the cloud. In oh, hell no. Bro. Hell no, 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 no. That's the, that's the hell life. Using 63, 63 gigs of my 100. Cloud storage. Yeah, like 63 gigs of, of cloud storage. That's a lot. That's because that's because you have a, that's because Terrell, when he upgraded his phone, he got a 64 gig phone. I told him he was pressed to upgrade and it wasn't going to be enough. And you're struggling <laughs> right now with real 64 story. gigs. You know what, bro? I was at work and my phone was broken. It you was not well turned on. You might as well just get a different phone in that, bro. Honestly. You might as well just get a different phone in that. It's not, that's not a good phone at all. That's a phone you get when you in 12th grade. A 64 gig? Come on, bro. You a grown-ass man. With, with a, a 64. 64 gig. Hey, look. Just a real quick fun fact. Uh, some fun fact that I picked up just over the last week. They said Tupac's discography has more songs made. There were more songs made in Tupac's discography after he died than before. Mm -hmm. Literally, more songs released after Tupac has died than when he was alive. I think that's crazy, right? Mm -hmm. That was 24 years ago when he first started. So, 24 yeah, years of music being dropped. Machiavelli did die. Yep. And when Nipsey died, Nipsey Hussle, when he died, his sales rose 500%, his music sales, 500%. Uh, when Juice World died, it was close to 700, 800%. Mm -hmm. Bro. XXX Tentacion, when he died, his sales rose sixteen hundred percent. Jesus. And I was just gonna say, just to the only reason why I said all of this is just, damn, bro. Yeah. Like that is impact. The XXX Tentacion part, like he was not out for years. His sale, like he had a crazy impact on the world, bro. He did. He had a crazy impact on the world. It's because of his story, bro. He was turning that shit around, and, and then he died. And I was just about to say, you could feel it and see it in that music, bro. The reason why his numbers say 1,600%, because when everybody started figuring out who he was and went and listened to his music, it was like, oh, I slept. Like, oh, yeah. I slept. Especially the younger community. Oh, yeah. Like, Nipsey's 35. Like, he made music 33. for... You know what I'm saying? Like... Mm. Sorry, or now, year. yeah, mm -hmm. but like he made music for the older community, but XX was was with the young guns. That was oh, yeah. a young guy. And if it's one thing niggas need to learn is that these children will get you paid. Yeah. 
Hey, and that's just good information right there. You see your sales rise, all of that percentage when you gone. But guess what? How much of that money you gonna get and spend with you when you mm-hmm. in that next part of the, uh, of life? Right? None of it. So it's all about the fact that do y'all see that this five hundred percent, seven hundred percent, sixteen hundred percent speaks to their impact, not about how much money they had when they were here. It speaks about who they impacted while they were here, to the point that even when they left, sales grew. Sales didn't grow when they were here. Sales grew when they left. Just some things to put into his perspective. But, Trey, you know what time it is. You know what time it is. No, you know what I wanted to say first? Oh, my bad. Um, I was talking to, um, I got a fun fact for you. Hold on, wait. Oh, you got a lot of stuff in that docket. This is my notes from, this is my notes. Do you know what's crazy about, do you know how many miles you would have to run? To uh, circle the earth. 25,000 miles. To circle the earth once. 25,000 miles. Now, what's crazy, and I don't even know why we was talking about it. I was talking this with my mentor. Shout out to Ayo. I think he, I don't know if he listens or not. Shout out to Ayo. Uh, literally learning something from that man every day, Wednesday. Uh, every Wednesday, every week. But one of the things we're talking about is... Did you know your intestines? Do you know how long your intestines are? How long? The intestines that are in your body. When you eat. I know what it is. How long is it? Listen to this. If you took all the blood vessels, not even just your intestines, but your blood vessels, all your veins. If you took all the blood vessels out of an average child and laid laid them out in one line. The line would stretch over 60,000 miles. Out of one child? Out of a small child. That means that you, you take all of your blood vessels, you can wrap the earth twice. We were talking, I don't know why that's a, then that's a fact. That is a fact. That bullshit. That's like why? Why we are you saying about, that though? You know how you we was having a real deep. Like, what's your point? What would be the point of somebody telling you that? Like, they need to be telling you. So you need to be. Nah, we so need to take care of your intestine. We like, were talking uh, about living on Earth and uh, like, do you live on Earth? Or do you? Or live? does the the Earth live under you? Like, bro, uh, we was, we was, now you know what we was there. That makes it different then. Just saying, did you know that your intestine stretches 25 miles, thousand miles? That makes you the weird Man. nigga at work. <laughs> you the nigga up there buying an mean. Almond Joy and a Mountain Dew talking about 25,000 miles around the universe. Did I you know your intestines? Was, no, you were talking about diet or something. I don't even know what the fuck we was talking about. That's deep Right though, now, bro. I got to look back at my notes. No, no, no. I don't that, want to shit on, your, on, on that because, bro, that's deep. I already did, but it's fine. No, that part is deep, though. The fact where it's like, yo. You are you. You could be bigger than this Understand earth that you stand on. Understand the power that you have. Yeah, yeah. We talking about power. You got twenty five thousand miles of fucking intestines in your stomach. It's not just intestines, all your blood vessels. Oh, your intestines only about nine feet. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, we get the power. Look, you, you mean snowfall? What happened when you? And that's how you know power had that big effect because every time it's time for snowfall, when you talk about some real shit, and niggas deflect like Terrence was just trying to deflect. Deflect. That's how you know niggas not on the same wave. What you mean? You. They don't have the same. Are you talking about because you war. just told me that it was about the twenty-five thousand miles thing, and then threw the curveball at the end with the 
Oh, are you in the world? Or are you on top of the world? I'm like, oh, okay, that's where he was going with it. This nigga <laughs> always try to find a reason for shit on me. All right. Power. Snowfall, bro. Damn. I just told you, like, power got that. that. It doesn't. I would just, well, I'm going to let you go first. I just want to say one sentence first. Hold on, wait. Only 10 minutes on. Oh, okay, yeah. Only 10 minutes. Maybe. Snowfall. Out of respect for everybody. We really don't be yep. needing 10 minutes every time to get through Snowfall, for real. I like to give people that buffer. All right, I got you. First thing I'll say, easily one of the best shot episodes of Snowfall this season. Yeah. Easily. Mm-hmm. Like, the cinematography was great. Yeah. And not just the cinematography, the direction was great. Like, mm-hmm. the way we ended scenes, the way we cut off. We had a scene where it never cut away, where we just went up, we stayed up. When they went to eat dinner, and then we came back, and dinner was eight. Yeah, I just felt like it. I appreciate the creativeness from the director. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like when you see a nigga that, um, I don't know. You know, sometimes you just appreciate the art, the art, the artistic strokes. Like, you telling the story, 1, but you were being artistic with it. Like, uh-huh. you can and tell you was in your bag with it. What the, the, what I, to add on to that, I like that it wasn't done in a distracting way. Like, a lot of the feedback that they got from The Revenant. No, I'm sorry, not The Revenant. Oh, yeah, I use The Revenant. The Revenant, they thought that the one shot... Really, really helped aid in the story where 1917, they were like, it seemed like the camera shot was more so distracting than right. the story. And I think the way they shot that episode really helped sell the show, like the, the, the story. Remember that we were talking about that shot where Frank was kind of walking in and out with the cane and the gun yeah. back and forth. Yes. Love that While shot. While his mother was over there on the couch. Yeah. Like, I love that. And, right. and he had... We'll get to that. <laughs> I'm about to say, we might as well just go ahead and jump right into what you think about uh, Calvin. We keep calling him Calvin, but his name isn't Calvin, bro. It's, it's actually Anton. That's his name? It's Anton. And I used to be a crackhead and I understand what you... <laughs> Let me tell you something. I The only issue I have with Alton is the way they make that motherfucker <laughs> deliver his lines. Bro, that's why does he is? Why does every and, and this is my thing? He been acting like that since he was Calvin. Steve, why got does your juke, got your juvel shining? You, you nah, look, thing. it's direction. Like every line that he says, he says it like a doctor that's telling somebody that their kid just passed away. You feel me? It's like every line is a. I have to say this. It's like <laughs> just say it. Like when the lady came up to him and was like, "You know what I'm saying? You gonna talk to me?" When he was like. Uh, what he said at the table, he was like, uh, first things first, my family is safe. I'm like, why is he talking like a bitch? <laughs> I would be in that joint. Like, I feel, I would have had him in there like, all right, but if you got the crunch on me, nobody's happy about it. Like, and also like all of that fear, like, but Terrence, like, you got to think about what is rooted in all of that fear. This man just was with the baby. And then found the dad on the street with the crack pipe. He thinking, look, I got to get my son out of doing this shit. And, and Snowfall writers, I can see you yes, justifying sir. his snitching. <laughs> uh-huh. But I do not make any sense of him not, take, not telling Frank. I don't make any I've never made sense of it. Soon as this chick come and walking in there, why are you not immediately telling Frank? Every time the Chinese chick come in there, he looking all funny with his dumbass afro. Go and tell Frank, or at least tell, look, Nisi. What's her name? <laughs> what's his what's his wife's name for real? What's Frank's mother's name? I, I said Nisi, but that's not her name. Out now. <laughs> but at least tell Frank mother, like, you see everything that's going on and you make that decision on your own to take your family out to. Oh. oh. 
so sorry about that, y'all. The, uh, the, the camera died on the, on the, on the, on the podcast. That was around. We pause. All right, we back. back. Yes, sir. Cool. Hopefully. That's going to be fun for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about the Snowfall characters, bro. And her name is Sissy. Sissy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I didn't buy him telling, I didn't buy him not telling Saint. Um, and I did want to also say, like, I feel like him thinking that Frank would want to just pack everything up and go to Cabo. And, and like he said, you think I'm going to go and go all the way out across the fucking water and, and look behind my back the rest of my life? You think that's what the fuck I want to do? This is where I live. Right. And you can't make that choice for me. If I got to do it, then I will. And look, no, nigga. And you sitting there throwing this fucking case in my face like we can't make shit happen. Who the fuck is throwing this shit at you, nigga? Like, you still trying to treat me like your son. That's why I love when he said, you don't ever call me son again because you need to get that shit out of your fucking mind. Because the son shit done cause you to almost fuck my whole business. Right. If this nigga Frank got, this nigga Frank did this brickwork, got real estate, all types of shit, put you in a better place. You was a crackhead nigga. You wouldn't have the business you have if it wasn't for me. And he reached out because his mother told him not to bring your ass back around. Mm-hmm. His mother told him not to involve your ass. He involved you, and you gonna do this, bro? And that's why I said, like, Frank. I, now, I'm gonna show y'all that I know exactly what I'm talking about. I told Terrell this. They are gonna kill the Chinese woman. Frank is gonna get away scot free. Her name? She's not Chinese. She's not Chinese. She's Asian. I'm so sorry. Um, well, you don't know if she's Chinese. How do you know that I'm not? All right, I'm now. You, all right. Well, let's see. <laughs> Terrell, we don't need you to let's see everything because Irene <laughs> a. Uh, oh wow. This man got everything up here. Played by Susie. I keep thinking that he got to do extensive research. Nakamura. And she is. She was born in Chicago. Oh, so she's from Chi-Town. She's town She's a Sagittarius. She's a Sage. Chicago. She is of Japanese descent. Japanese. Disrespectful. I'm so sorry, y'all. Terrell will always if I if I say the Mexican lady was out there, Terrell will be like Mexican because do you, you know how disrespectful like, that is? I'm so sorry. We get you got to get out of that. And man. I truly do not mean to. Let me tell you, you call El, El Salvadorian Mexican if you want. But it's my thing. Ass I would never see. That's what Terrell said. I would never do that. I'm only saying it to him. Don't <laughs> say it to me because I don't know what you're stupid. He immediately gonna... turns into the uh, the. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I'm sorry. Thousand. Just to get back on topic, uh, they're going to end up. Killing off that lady. Mm-hmm. You, and do you know how we know? Because they gave you backstory into why she was doing all of this. Mm-hmm. You feel me? They told you that she had this husband and she had a divorce and this was the reason and all of that. But, like, look, they just confirmed next year. You feel me? They just confirmed season five. And we were just talking. How do you ab- know season five is in a fight between him and the CIA? Because they would not do that for their Reed season. versus Frank. Because I know y'all don't want to do that for y'all season five. Y'all are sick of dealing with Reed's ass now. And you can't kill him off. You just figured, fuck, we're going to make him a drunk. And then he's going to throw his life away. Because he they fucked. They killed his brother, which means he ain't fucking with Frank right now, for real. He's not fucking with Frank. But look, shit is going downhill. Like, things are coming to its head. The Scully situation, the CIA situation, everything is coming to his head. And believe it or not, knowing them, what I'm telling you about this lady probably won't happen until next season. Because what they're going to do is they're going to drag this case and all of the... They're probably going to either drag all of that through next season. And you're right, that's what it's going to be. Or they could fix it now and next season will be a new person. Because think about it. What Season one, uh, Snowfall, we got what? Frank trying to get on. 
But his villain was who? Javi. Javi was his first villain. Then you got two. You got the chick with the club that he was moving weight with, still moving with Javi, Reed. And then you got the little yeah. small villains yeah. that have come along. But like, Terrell, I'm telling you this now. Mm -hmm. We're far into this season four. And I'm kind of being long when I'm going to let you go. No, you're good. And we haven't seen an introduction of a new villain that could take us somewhere in season five besides season the black dude. Season four was the, the Scully season. No, but that's I'm, where but look, we that's, were introduced to Scully in season three. Right. But season four, the Scully shit is about to come to an end. So I'm saying, who have we introduced in four that would carry the torch of five? I didn't see anybody. That's why I was saying, I don't know what they, I think they might stretch this this CIA case, we moving out here and we don't know what's about to happen thing all through next season instead of it ending this season. I feel like this season is just going to keep being its... I don't know, man. It's, My prediction for this season is this CIA shit, this story goes live. Mm -hmm. I think they might kill the chick, but I think they're going to kill her too late. The story's going to go live. Reed is going to now be on the opposite side of Frank. Frank's going to be without a plug. He's going to have to figure out what the fuck he's going to do season five. And I think season five, he, Frank's never going to die. I don't think y'all realize Frank's not going to die. He might go back to jail, though. We're going to lose some soldiers. He might, yeah. We're going to lose some soldiers. And we're either going to lose Leon. We're either going to lose Uncle Rome. We're either mm -hmm. going to lose um, your girl. What's her name? Your girl. Louie. We're either going to lose Louie. Love Louie. The mom, Love dad, Louis. one of them. Uh, and I also think that uh, Scully dies this season. I his, think so. His wife dies this season, if I'm not. Or his girl. It dies this season. Man Boy lives this season, and he will be another villain next Man season. Boy will be the top. I'm invested in it. I like Man Melvin Boy. Melvin Greg has done an incredible job. Fine yeah. ass nigga. Yeah, we I all. Mad. I didn't believe in him. We hated on, on him at first. And it's just because that's a natural thing to do when, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you you come from Vine, people just want you to stay Vine. You know? Yep. If me and Terrell be coming move, in, getting a movie, niggas, it's going to be niggas out there that's like, YouTube niggas trying to act now. These YouTube ass niggas trying to act. <laughs> and we might be, you know what I'm saying? You never know. If we he do definitely good, has been killing. Yeah, he which been, this he, man did. He's been killing it. He's been killing it. I think Man Boy is the best. Like my favorite villain. Like when I think about Power Book Two Ghosts, and you think about fucking what's the fucking son's name? Tariq. Not Tariq. Whose son? Monet's son. Kane, oh, Kane. Kane and all the the the, 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 the other dude. Nigga in jail. None of you niggas. Are good villains to me. Like y'all are cool, but Man Boy to me has a true villainous vibe. But you are in a John Singleton world, yeah. Versus, you know, it's very different between right. Courtney Kemp and John Singleton. Very different. And, and I would say that Monet and them are more so like these supporting. Like they're not antagonists, but they're not protagonists. Like they're like, yeah. <laughs> you don't even know Power if they're the good has, boys or the bad boys. Like yeah. Power has always been strong with the. The, the cast yeah. They've never really been strong When it comes to like the, the Even story. the Lobos thing Ooh who gives a fuck Yeah Where is he It's all about I, like They were never great at villains Always been about the characters Always been great at the, the, the main villains And just to character. top off the, Why I felt like they was Going to kill the Japanese lady Is because sometimes Y'all shows Will re definitely reveal Their motives them telling y'all that the the Japanese lady had this family that she worked hard for mm -hmm. And that husband came Her husband her. came and said Like I hope this was worth it Like the, the show doesn't want to give you a payoff for the woman that they know they've been annoying you with. Mm -hmm. when, they, when, when you see a character come in and you feel like, oh, 
The show, is, trust me, the writers are not trying to give a big payoff for that person. They don't want to piss you off. This is the way you can see where shows are coming from. So since I know they don't want to piss us off, I'm like, Frank going to figure out a way to snap this lady. You see how she was in there? And you see how they did the shot of her quickly writing that, that thing? Mm -hmm. It's a reason why they're showing the urgency behind her trying to type that up. Like, if they wanted to just nail Frank, she would have said, I typed it up last night and took it in. But... They show you her typing it and it worrying her and her telling her husband about what she's going to do and how this is going to be big because it's not going to be big because it's not going to happen. That is what writers do. And if you've seen Game of Thrones, <laughs> literally the opposite. You'd have now, no idea what the fuck right. is That's a real show right there. We know we're not watching HBO though. We Even know the terrible last season that we all didn't weren't happy with, we didn't know that fucking nope. dragon was going to mm -mm. spoil alert. What we happened? Didn't, we didn't know that was gonna happen. We didn't know Daenerys about to be like, you know what? Fuck, Fuck everybody! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, that show, even with the bad decisions that they made, is still to me. I love that show. The most craziest show ever. Cause you don't know what the fuck. You couldn't say, oh, I know what's gonna happen. They're gonna do this. Cause you see all that shit Terrence just said makes sense because of all the context that you had. Right. And I hate to turn this into an appreciation session for Game yeah. of Thrones, but. It That's what made it so good, though, because I'm yeah. sitting there and then it makes like think. since they did that, there's no way this can happen. And then it happens and you like, I can't believe they did that. So uh -huh. like good and then Snowfall be about to do stuff that you be like, but then they don't do it. And you're right. like, and then look, I said this before, but like there are some shows that have good characters and then there's some shows that have a good story. A good example of a show that has good characters and a bad story would be 13 reasons. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, good story, bad characters, 13 reasons why. Like, all of those characters in that, in that show was just kind of annoying. Like, you well, when like, you say bad characters, you mean characters you really don't give a fuck about. I mean, like, you don't give a fuck about the characters and how the writers wrote those characters. Like, what they wear, what they do, who they are as people. You just give a fuck about how the story unfolds. Think about it. When you watch 13 Reasons Why, you really didn't fuck with nobody. You just had to get their side of the story and see how they attributed to the main cause. Mm -hmm. oh, and let me just right. tell y'all this. I don't care what nobody say about 13 Reasons Why. The concept... Of great story, bad characters. Yes, right, right. I think the concept of the tape. This episode is your tape, and this is your tape. That was we, fire. We legit listened to the tapes. That shit was we, fire. That shit was a genius. I remember when we watched episode two, and it was like, uh, "Buckle up, so and so." This is your tape. We was like, "Oh, Ooh, this show about to be yeah. fire." We in. Yeah. 2015. Great ass. Six years Damn. ago. Damn. That was at the beginning of Netflix taking this shit the fuck over. Yeah. That was well, it. Actually, wasn't. We it had already had a season of Ozark, I think. No, but I'm saying like that was when they started saying stuff like, "Yo, it's gonna get to a point where we might we not going to the movies no more." Remember when they were saying yeah, that was back I, when yeah, they were saying 1, it. One thousand percent. But look, an example of a show that has good characters and a bad story. You think you can give it? What's an example of a show that has great characters, bad story? I can tell you, Power. Great characters, Ghost, Tommy, Tasha, like oh yeah, 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 all yeah. great characters. Even shows like Empire, oh, most of our shows that go down downhill, look at shows like Scandal. Like, yeah, great characters. Great characters, right? Hold on, wait. But Scandal had a great story, too, in they the beginning. just went a little crazy at the right. end. But what I'll say is the, the essence of a great show is a show that has great characters and, and a, great a great story. Sopranos. Sopranos. Breaking Bad. Breaking Game Bad. of Thrones. The Wire. Right. The Wire. Look, your, your, your story. Um... Uh, Sons, Sons of Anarchy, of motherfucking Anarchy. All of those different characters yes, you can tie into that great story. Mm -hmm. So like, it's just I like can't. 
Can y'all please tell Terrence to watch another oh anime? I swear to Why God. would I want to watch it? This man, Terrell, has spoiled every single event in the show. Why? Come on, Terrell. Let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. And fellas, make sure y'all are doing that. We need to have a, a very serious conversation. <laughs> Some of you niggas. <laughs> Some of you niggas out here living life on the edge. Um, but yeah, um, we're going to get canceled this episode. So y'all, this is going to be our last episode. Uh, yeah, all right, 42. We can cancel. The shit we said in this episode, I don't know. And I'm going to ask you this on the podcast live in front of everybody. I was thinking about doing a season two. Mallory Bros podcast season two. At 50? At 45. Why 45? Nine times five is 45. Feel me? Nine times 10 would be 90. Nine is our number. So it's kind of like season two starts from 45 to 90, with 90 being the end of season two and season three starting at 91. I was only thinking that because we would go with the nines, but if you want to do 50 episodes of season one and then 50 to 100 is season two. No, you two. know what? I like that. That's kind of, I like that. I like that. Yeah. It's more original. I, I think it's more original to go with the nines. Or you do know? we just want to just run this motherfucker up? Because are we going to have to do season two, episode one? No, no. And that's what I was going to tell you. Season two is still episode 46, but it's just to give you yourself that, that new spring. Hey, look, first season of, of Mallory Bros Vlogs is one through 45. That was rookie season. Well, maybe we should do it. I know you want to do the nine. Maybe we should do episode 52 because that's Because you want to do one year. I don't like that, bro. One year. No, bro. I mean, every... We've done a podcast. Hey, look, we're going to leave it up to them. We'll leave it up to them. Because right. y'all the ones. Especially, we're going to... You know what? If y'all still fuck we'll with us a, after this podcast, we'll put a poll in the in the in Patreon. The, in the Patreon. You can do that. Yeah, I can put a poll in there for that. Yeah. So we can start doing the poll. Gonna be right here Where in the see? Patreon. We can't do it in the. I mean, the pay, the poll has to be a separate post. So I'm just gonna be like, yo, what should we? Oh. Okay. <laughs> Disappointed. <laughs> but um, big shout out to the Niners and everybody that's watching. Uh, visually, man, we're up to twenty. Three, four, four, 20 something hundred. 2300 Patreon. Patreon. We need to check that number. <laughs> yeah. And, and look, the Patreon, our Patreon amount, like the number, it goes up and down. Some of y'all join, some of y'all jump off, join and jump off. Uh, I totally understand people joining and jumping off and joining and jumping off. Um, I just think we're getting ready to have a month. I think we're going to have some months on Patreon that are busier than others. And I think April is definitely going to be one of those months. So if you haven't joined the Patreon, it's the first. You might as well pay that three bucks now. Go ahead and join and you get access to all of our content for this month. And if you don't want to stay around for the next month, you don't necessarily have to. But um, I will just say that just to preface that I think April is going to be a pretty lit month for us. Yeah, for sure. And big shout out to everybody that's been with us through Thick and Thin. That I got, we, got some, we have some people that are now on their fourth or fifth. Uh, or no, second or third. What, what, where are we at? The fourth month doing Patreon. We started in February. Damn yeah. So, no, we started in January. Started in January. Started in December. December, yeah. December, January, February, March, April. We got oh, some yeah. people that are going into their fifth month. Let's go, man. Y'all oh, the real man. ones. Shout out to the real ones, man. Y'all the realists. realists. Um, whole nine store is up. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Terrence will do something for spring. I mean, can we get some? Look, I got a new design. I got a new designer that's in the mail that's getting ready to be here. I had to go and approve. I don't know. I didn't show you that. See, I didn't even show you it. I, I, cre- I created a design for it, and they hit me back and I said, look, we can't make it this way, but we can make it that way. And I'm like, all right, bet. Yeah, just send it. Like, I'll, I, I like, I like the, what they showed me. I'm like, all right, yeah, that look good. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you tell your tattoo artist, 
I want to do this, and then they be like, well, you know, it ain't quite what you said, but you like, oh no, that's bad, bad, bad. that's fire. No, that always that's way happens. better than what I was thinking. <laughs> no bullshit. Yeah, but it's just kind of like that. So when those come in, then we can take photos. Oh, it's gonna be lit. It's gonna, it's be, gonna lit. be lit, and hey. I appreciate y'all for being patient because I know I've been saying this for a long time, but like. Some of y'all will know, like, some of our quality in our and some of our merch wasn't the best. And that's the learning curve that we took on in opening the store. But now I'm just trying to deliver nothing but straight quality. If we, if you want to buy some stuff from us, I want you to have that joint for a minute. Like, I don't, like, some of them shirts, y'all probably don't even have a lot of them shirts anymore if you've had it for years. Because mm-hmm. they, people that had yeah. those original whole nine t-shirts from yeah. 2017. Shout out to the ones that just show love and show support, man. Just keep, keep rocking with us and we keep rocking with y'all. That's 100. Want to give a big shout out to Complex Ambition. They get ready to drop their first capsule of, capsule of uh, merch uh, and t-shirts and stuff like that. They, they also do, uh, they, if you don't know Complex Ambition, they also, they're another channel that started doing reactions and now they got like multimedia. So big shout out to them getting ready to drop their first merch. You remember what it was like dropping their first merch? Yeah, but I feel like they better off now because we dropped our first merch when we just found out that we could. Yeah, they it was like it right, yeah. <laughs> they had some momentum, so I feel like they actually can make some money behind theirs. We dropped ours, and it was about our first joint was all of our merch always been about support though. I feel like we still haven't made our big drop yet, even though Whole Nine Store is our brand. I feel like Whole Nine nah, Store nigga, we already made. It. I always have looked at Whole Nine Store like a like a, a a seed. Like it's it's still so very small versus what it could be. I've always known that. You just gotta find some better vendors. Nigga sound like a, nigga sound like Virgil. <laughs> hey, look, man. Enjoy your Friday. Wear your mask. Sorry about Terrell, y'all. <laughs> he checked out. <laughs> I had to buffer for a minute. <laughs>